What up, everybody? It's your boy, Jake Crawford, back at you with another edition of Excuse My Bias, the one and only sports bias podcast show. But not the one and only because we all got biases, just different biases. This is your boy, Jake Crawford, back at you with the full cast of that. We got my man, Keys, Capadonna, and Prophet all back in here. Say what's up, fellas. What's good? What's happening? It's your boy Prophet. One time, I don't know why these guys act like it's their first time in kindergarten. Uh, your boy Bismol, <laughs> we in this, we in this thing. Ready to kick off this What the hell? Bismol. Shaman Kitties, man, aka Smashes Play. We back with another banger. And it's your boy Big Cat once again, baller, futuristic, groovy gangster with an attitude. Here to drop it one time. <laughs> your mind. Hold on, what? Let's get it Hold on. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see, this is why the jokes be like two hours long every time. We got Yo. the, the elaborate ass intros all the time. I'm just your boy. Yo. This is super groovy over here. Super groovy. Espiola's <laughs> Aladdis's. Yo. And smashes clay. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. What hey, my hey, hey. What nigga supposed to be saying? Jesus. Yeah. Pimpto Bismarck. Pimpto Bismarck. I'm dead right now. I, I don't know what to say at this point. We, we just going to jump right on in it, man. Look, I'm going to tell the audience like how we talked in our personal chat about it. We were discussing doing a podcast earlier this week, but with all of the series still being so early on. I said, no, no, let's wait till the weekend. That way every team at least has three games under their belt. Some have four. Um, and somebody's already gone fishing. So. Already gone fishing. And now this gives us a chance to talk about the game of the playoffs so far, which was today game four. Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks upsetting or is it an upset? We'll, we'll talk about that. The L.A. Clippers uh. in game four with a last second buzzer beater. Now, I'm going to jump in first just with a quick recap. Not not so much of the game, but just of how I see this series. How I saw it initially and now how I see it going forward. Um, I initially had the Clippers in six. Um now I'm leaning a little more to the Clippers in seven. But the Clippers have to get it together, man. Um, as we were talking about earlier, Doc Rivers has to figure out a way to get Paul George going. Um, nine points, you know, shooting 15% from the field. It's, it's definitely not going to cut it for your second all-star. I mean, luckily, Lou Will went off for almost 40 tonight. And that's, that's what really kept the game close because Kawhi's been consistent the whole time. But Paul George is that missing piece. And that's I think that's the piece everybody assumed was going to be there. Um, particularly, at least on the defensive end. Um, but he hasn't been hitting shots. He hasn't really been making any timely stops either. And I think his stops are kind of tied into his offensive rhythm being thrown off so much. He's a guy who's usually getting 20 shots a game, and now he's down to taking 14 to 15 shots having to share this load with not only Kawhi but Marcus Morris, Lou Will, Trez, Reggie Jackson, Zubak. So 
you come from Indiana when you're taking 25 shots a game because you just got Roy Hibbert and Lance Stevenson and George Hill and, and David West. And then you go to OKC where it's just you and Russ. Now you come to where you got to spread the ball out and you're mainly a jump shooter. Like Josh said before, he was one for seven from three. But that's mainly because he's shooting standstill three-point shots because he's been basically reduced to be a spot-up shooter at times. And I think that's the biggest hurdle for the Clippers moving forward to get this series in seven games because if they don't, Lou Will is not enough, I'm sorry. Because Lou Will is great, but Lou Will is not a two-way player. And he's a, he's a defensive liability who they're going to attack and pick and roll constantly. You kind of t- neutralize that strategy by having Paul George as your second guy who can not only get you 30, but could also lock up on defense. But I don't know how they get Paul George and Kawhi 30 at the same time without a primary playmaker on the floor, a la like how Doc Rivers had Rondo in Boston. They don't have that type of point guard on the Clippers to make sure everybody gets their shots. And I feel like Paul George is being left out and is throwing everything haywire. Y'all tell me what y'all think. I agree. I'll go ahead and go next. I agree. But I also, if if we go back, I also said that if any team can get the Clippers out of there, it's the Mavericks. The Mavericks have more shooting than... Uh, than the Clippers do. They can definitely outshoot them. KP alone, even though he wasn't, you know, he didn't play today. Which is crazy. But that was, they they won today without KP. Which is crazy. So, I mean, KP steps back and hits a three like Monday. They almost won the first game yeah, when he got ejected. And that's what I was about to say. This easily could be 3-1 if it wasn't for that, uh, that game one. Possibly with that momentum of winning game one, it, it almost could be 4-0 right now. It almost could be. Um, I think the Clippers are in trouble, and the Mavericks are the team to get them out of there. I think it's gonna look, it's gonna be super interesting. But I also have said the bubble ball is different; it's an even playing field, and I'm gonna keep saying it. It, it is literally an even playing field. Nobody has home court advantage. It, it's almost like organized street ball in a sense right now. Like nobody can say, "Oh my," you know. I'm winning because I'm at home. I got my fans. I got my family. It's none of that. Like, we all in this joint alone, and we just out here balling. And I'm going to outball you. I'm going to outshoot you. I'm out dribbling you. And and that's literally what it is, in my opinion. So, I feel, I feel like Mav in six. I don't think I'm going to deviate from that. I, I might be off. You said you got Mavs in six? Uh, Mav? Oh, wow. Okay. I, I must have missed yes, that one last yes, time. Okay. So, you had Mavs in six. Okay, I was going. I think I, I think originally, I think originally I did say seven, but you, but I did have the mask. I did. Have I gotta go back and listen to that one to make sure. That, yeah, that I mean, is crazy. I'm, I, okay, I will say this: I may have to also because I might not have said the. I know I said the mask could get them out of there, but I think I did pick. I might have picked the Clippers. I think we all picked the Clippers, but. I'm not mad at you for being a little confused after these first couple games because we all look confused. <laughs> right, but uh, with your bubble ball, with your bubble ball point, I'm just gonna say your bubble MVPs TJ Warren and Dame Little hey, 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 too hey, high hey, right hey. now. So hey. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go on too far about this bubble ball. Let's, go ahead, Cap. You tell me what you think. Dave, no, no, no. Before you go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna let you go ahead. Uh, who going? Is it me? Whoever. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and take this one, man. Um, I think this one is interesting. Um, the Clippers definitely tonight was just one of those slugfest games where it really came down to offense. Um, 
my point with the series is that it really actually comes down to defense. They, I, I still got the Clippers winning. I got them winning in seven. But the reason I got them winning is because it needs to happen in order for them to win. Let me say that. Kawhi has to remain the facilitator, not um, the game can't rely on Kawhi Leonard dropping 50 plus points and then winning the game. It happened and they've obviously lost before. Um, I feel like they've had a downshift in defense. Um, <clears throat> and the two teams that are in the top 10 when it comes to points off of the turnover, the pot cookies, as I call them, right? So you get these cookies and they're all off of the turnover and, you know, the, you get points off them. And I feel like that's what makes up the gap in their losses when they have lost to, you know, this, this great Denver team in the past. With that being said, their key to winning is going to be Marcus Morris, who is their top average, their top player when it comes to average steals per game. And the reason why that's critical is because those steals you know, turn the points when it comes to a team like this. And what's funny is both teams tonight had seven steals each, and that shows you how close this team is when it comes to they have the same amount of take to the very last second. Uh, Patrick Beverly uh, coming in uh, and having big games is critical because he can have a while in it the claw uh, when it comes to steals per game. And, you know, we talk about Kawhi's defense, and you got players being able to match him when it comes to Mantle on a team that is number nine in points off the turnover to Dallas, who is number uh, eight. You know, it's going to come down to those critical moments of getting the ball. So rebounds, turnovers, equals assists, equals points. I still got the Clippers in seven. I think that what we're seeing now is great. Like I said, it's not win or lose, it's win or Luca. Because if they don't win out this bracket, Luca's going to be remembered for the performance he's given us. I think we'll all stay there and uh, be excited to see what happens in the next round. Cabadon, what you got? So, uh, like we had in another privileged conversation that won't be reiterated, I'm going to say that, yes, I had Clippers in since when we first, you know, the first began. I missed the last podcast. But, I, yeah, I had Clippers six. Now, looking at everything that I've seen, it's the best of three series at this point. Uh, I'm still picking the Clippers, but in seven rather than in six. Uh, I feel that Pandemic P needs to get his head out of his ass. Uh, because the, the nine-point performance tonight is, is certainly inexcusable. Uh, I will not ever call that man Playoff P until he learns to redeem himself. What is George, it, championship Chuck? George Paul is out they here. Not calling championship Chuck. Hold on, Paul. Time out, time out. We got to address that. That came from inside the NBA with Charles Barkley. Said, why they call this man Playoff P? All his playoffs, he didn't fail. He said, you don't see them calling me championship Chuck. He said, <laughs> <laughs> Chuck can give you a gym now and again, man. That's why I love inside the NBA. Oh, but hold on, hold on, Prophet. This is a funny part. So Shaq asked Chuck, he said, but he said, Chuck, but you won in high school, right? Did you win a high school championship? He said, no, nah, I didn't win in high school either. And then Kenny said, damn, you ain't winning high school, college, or the pro. You just a loser. You just a loser. And you see literally every episode why they won so many Emmys. Oh. Because, hey, they're the best. Crying, bro. 
We're next. But I would say, yeah, the pandemic team got to get his head out of his ass and find a way to, you know, to give Kawhi that help that he truly needs. Uh, I don't know if Pat Bev is going to be able to come back for this series. Uh, has that been, he's been pretty much ruled out. Is that is that a fact? Uh, it's it's got, looking uh, that way because that calf, every time he comes back, it gets hurt again. And it's, it's just hard because you got to push off so much. And he plays such aggressive defense. It's not like he's a just a spot up shooter who just can you can just take it easy on the um, yeah. on the in the corner and the you know the weak side corner and then just do some help defense. You need him for on ball defense for Luca, and that's just too much on that cat. I don't I don't I don't see him coming back this series. I don't I don't I, don't I didn't think, think so either. You know, not when you play every other day. Team. If it was a normal series where you had travel and it was two three days in between, maybe. But every other day, I mean, what's was it? that was game four. Game five is Tuesday, and then game six is Thursday, and the series is over Saturday. So I, I don't see it that short of Like I said, he's one of the key factors for me, like I said, for the Clippers. If, if he were to come back, this is somebody who, like I said, matches steals, who we know they get the points over turnovers. So, I mean, if he don't come back, that's just another obstacle they got to come over. And right now, like I said, momentum is carrying these Mavericks, and Lucas developed that leadership, man. It's crazy. I mean, and that's the thing is, I don't want to even spend time to think about what the Clippers haven't done, more so thinking about what the Mavs have done. Because like he said it before, they, they should be, the Mavs should be up 3-1. Uh, they were robbed with that bogus uh, Porzingis injection. And yes, it does pain me to see Porzingis prosper in this particular sense because, you know, he was once donning the blue and orange, but we will rise again, probably. Uh, but, uh, but I don't know that they should definitely have been up 3-1. Uh, the only definitive game that the Clippers really showed you who they were was game two. Outside of that, uh, and even that was partly in kind of in question as well. Uh, Rick Carlisle has done a fantastic job getting the most out of Trey Burke. Uh, Finney Smith oh, as yes. well. So just and not to mention, of course, not having KP and they still found a way to win. Uh, you can't say much uh, enough about Luca. I love the direction that the NBA is going just because of him and young stars like him, Trey, uh, Young, De'Aaron Fox, those guys. I was skeptical. The reason I picked the Clippers because I didn't think Luca was ready, and I'm ashamed to have said that because looking at him now, he's just been looking fantastic, and he shut me up. But they're still going down to seven. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, it looks like everybody is, is still a little apprehensive to jump from the Clippers uh, bandwagon just yet. But I, I, I think. Except for Keith. Exactly. Well, except for Keith. He said he said all along. We had to check that. But either, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I got to go back. He was going for the LA Mavericks. <laughs> oh wow! I'm covered on all bets. Oh, I can't right. wait until we, we start talking about your next. Well, look, look, we're we gonna keep Ooh. it in the West Coast. We're gonna talk about the game coming up uh, later tonight, which is a huge game for Denver. This Denver Utah, uh, Denver Utah game, game four. Utah embarrassed Denver in game three. Uh, Keys, you go ahead and start us off and see. How did you see this series playing out when it's uh, before it started, and how do you see it playing out now after seeing three games? Um, it's still, uh, it's still about where I felt it was. I said this this matchup uh, was was more the four five matchup for me. Uh, 
it gave me more of a four or five vibe instead of what, what it actually is. Um, I still got it going seven games. I still have Denver uh, pulling it out. But I will say Utah looks like a totally different team with Mike Conley. And, oh, man, I, I, still, I still believe in Denver to win it. But Utah is going to make it very interesting with Mike Conley back. And my man is like, I'm playing for my baby now. <clears throat> he, he, is, he is playing new type of ball right now. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I still got it going seven games, but uh, I'm still picking Denver. Who oh, you got, Cap? Well, I'm going to say this. I think that the series, at first, first glance, before anything, before tip-off in game one, I had Denver winning it in six. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that Denver clearly was just the better team on paper mm-hmm. um, with talent and everything in that uh, uh, the life. But now I will lean towards it being Utah in six. That mm-hmm. uh, I actually have Utah taking Ooh. it tonight to take it up 3-1. Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at I think that that's going to be uh, a shocker because Denver... You can you can easily interchange them, and you wouldn't know who's the three or who's the six. Honestly, at the way that they've been playing as yeah. of right now, uh, I think, like I, I said, uh, Royce O'Neal and Gobert are, are doing a fantastic job on the defensive side, and Spider Mitchell is who we thought he was. So he, he's going to still kill the game, uh, control this game. Mike Conley, fantastic. Uh, not too many people play like that after having a child. So. Uh, Got to give credit where credit is due, and I just again I think that there's a distrust between Mike Malone and the rest of the Denver Nuggets. They're not feeling what he's doing for them as far as his uh, rotations, things of that sort. Yeah, I don't think he really game plan for this series. Well, and we're just gonna go ahead and keep it a buck. And mm. I think that's where they're going to be in trouble. And a good man because he's a, he's a hell of a coach. He's gonna get fired. Uh, if they get, if they don't make it past this first round uh, matchup, and this is going to be another series that, under his stewardship, <laughs> the Nuggets have choked away, and so just gotta, they, he's got, they got to step it up. Jokic's got to step up. He's got to stop. You know, he he, he cannot disappear. Here, he has to step it up, and hopefully they can prove me wrong. But I doubt it. Mm. Profit, what you got with that, man? So. When I look at this bracket, um, I really wanted to see the Denver Nuggets get off um, and do their thing. Because um, they got a lot of players on there that I like. Like I said, they got a really young team. But I think at this moment, I have to kind of agree with Cap that the game plan going to the playoffs has not been utilized well. I feel like there's been a vast underutilization of my guy, Bobo. Um, <laughs> yes, As I was telling y'all earlier, when they put him in the game, he's produced. And then their loss to uh, the Jazz, the most recent loss, the 87 to 124, he came in, only put in eight minutes of work and scored four points less than Yoke. Now, I'm not saying that he's better, but I give you the example of any action movie at the end when there's a standoff between a weak person and the bad guy. And they say, oh, you thought you could beat me. And they say, no, I was scared of the distraction. That's all you need Bo Bo there for. He not only produces, but he's the threat of a rebound. He draws people to the best. He can get you separation. Um, even though Spider Mitchell's playing MVP ball, um, the National Football Association, right now one of the best uh, playoffs. 
I feel like his presence out there as a, a utilization of him as the rest of the and the rest of the bitch. Because the rest of the bitch, I don't feel like gets utilized with the rest of the team unless it's at the very end and they're being told, you know, hey, make us look. Um, but I don't know if, if Denver can do that. And if they start doing it now, I don't even know if they're going to have enough time to make a comeback. So I got to say Utah, uh, I'm going to say they're going to get tonight. They're going to close it out with the next game and that bracket is going to be finished and they're going to be waiting on hopefully the Got you. Man, I'm, I'm almost here with Cap ready to flip my pick, man. I had Denver in six. But Denver, as we, we stated in a previous uh, conversation, their defense, particularly their perimeter defense, is just horrendous without Gary Harris and Will Barton. And, you know, because Michael Porter Jr. and, and, and Bobo and some of these other guys were replacing them as far as the points production, it kind of got overlooked until... Um, you know, really game two uh, versus Utah because Donovan Mitchell went off. Well, really, I can't even say it was overlooked in game one because Donovan Mitchell damn near gave you a Jordan 63 in the garden in mm-hmm. game one um, against that horrendous uh, perimeter defense. And, you know, guys like Michael Porter Jr., um, like we said in a previous conversation, defense is something that you can't, Really, you can practice, but you really have to play to get into a good defensive, uh, a good defensive rhythm, knowing how to adjust the coverages and do things like that. And he just hasn't had a lot of reps, so he's his offense is, is always up to speed because he's able to work on his one on one game. But when you got to get him out there to defend these actions, and Quinn Snyder is throwing these different, uh, different pick and roll sets at you, which I did a uh. A, a, a video breakdown on on my Instagram page, uh, Coach J Crawford B Ball. Go ahead, and check me out there. Shameless plug. But um, yeah, they're, they're running like some uh, a horn set and doing some pick and roll coverage, but they're specifically picking out Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and Jokic every single time. They're avoiding Jeremy Grant because he's he can defend, and they're avoiding uh, Toy Craig or even Monte Morris. So. What Denver usually could counter with is they could depend on Gary Harris and Will and Will Barton to be those guys to give you some two-way players, some three and D guys. And right now they just don't have that. Utah is shooting, has the best field goal percentage in the in the playoffs right now. Their effective field goal percentage is 60%. So that means they're they're making a ridiculous amount of shots right now. And most of them are uncontested because Joke is just dropping in that pick and roll every time. So Donovan Mitchell is going to be able to come off and get whatever shot he wants. And when they try to contest him while, or when they try to contest him from the wings, instead of having Jokic step up, all he does is does kick it out to Ross O'Neal, who's having good shots, Joe Ingles, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson has been great. So you can just keep naming them. And I don't see how in two games, which is really because the games is every other day, I don't see how in four days – you can get Gary Harris and Will Barton back in time to get that defense uh, turned around. So I could be proven wrong, but I think this is a major, 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 major must-win game for Denver tonight because they, they're not built to me to, to come back being down 3-1. So they got to get this tied up. And if that means, you know, 
Jamal Murray has to go for 50 like Donovan Mitchell did, then they might have to they might have to go that route. Just maybe have to make it to a shootout and it, it just depend on their scoring. Hopefully they can buy themselves a few more days for their defensive guys to get back. I agree with you. I definitely um you agree. I, so, I, since you agree with me, tell me what you think of how this series will go. Oh, I will finish out. Did you already give me that? I think that Utah. So we're all Utah. Okay. I was already making sure. I think Utah is going to take. Unlike these, I'll tell you that I, I picked Denver. <laughs> and I wanted. Uh, <laughs> you were spicy? A little early? A little spicy. A little early. <laughs> well, look, okay. Since, since we're in consensus with that, then, or at least we got that pointed out, let's go on to my Houston Rockets, to my bias. And let's talk about us yeah. being up 2-1 on the OKC Thunder. I'll go ahead and take the lead on this one here. So these are my boys. Um, we gave away one game yesterday, which is fine. I, I picked us to win in six anyway. I felt like um, I was a little surprised when we did the podcast last week that Keys and, and, and Profit both assumed that we were just going to smoke OKC so easily. Um, maybe I'm just bigger, bigger on Chris Paul than others. But I just, I just, I just don't see a Chris Paul led team ever getting really smoked like that. So I, I, I figured they would get two games from us. They got one yesterday. Um, I didn't people, say sweep. I said they were going to get one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I did. I may have. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> I may have. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, listen. Do you? We'll, we'll ask you guys in a second if you guys think they would get one more now that they got their one. Um, but with us, it's really just the keys is if you can hold us to 15 uh, three-point makes or fewer, you got a great chance of beating us. If we make more than 15, we're damn near impossible to beat. It's just that simple. And OKC really doesn't have the defensive guys on the perimeter that can really keep us from taking a lot of threes. Um, and they don't have the bigs that are long enough to contest and get back at the rim. Um, so it's, I, I just think we just were a little off yesterday when we lost that game, um, to OKC. I think we're just a little off, not nothing really alarming. Um, James still hasn't really hit his groove yet, which is, I would be a little disappointed if I'm OKC because you know, the games haven't been that close to the other games, and the game that you did win still, it wasn't like James Harden had a spectacular game, even though he had. <clears throat> Excuse me. Even though he had 38, he only shot 12 for 27. He's not going to shoot that bad all the time. Um, you know, three or 13 from three. He's not shooting that bad all the time. So you got to get him. You got to get those wins when you can. When he does have an off shooting night, and they did. But I expect James to be right, and we probably we might even bring Russ back um, toward the end of the series, which I just think this is another advantage for us. So. You know, my Rockets, you know, I, I think we'll be seeing the Lakers in the uh, second round and we will go from there. <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest with you. This is right off schedule for me. Uh, I, like I said, I think that OKC going to grab one. Uh, because like I said before, the Rockets, I felt like, have too much talent for them to try to check. I'll get you one alone. Like you said, hey, I agree. Um, 
But that being the case, it, like y'all overwhelm them when it comes to the way that y'all are attacking. That's without Russ. I don't know if Russ is coming back or not. But the whole point is, is it, it's, it's right on schedule. I, I don't really have too much to say other than that. I mean, the plan, like you said, if the beard hasn't even came into what you what you feel like he's about to come into full position, I feel like he's right where he needs to be. And I only say that because I don't think, but bubble ball is different. Like you said, I don't think we're going to get traditional beard playoff ball like you expect. He's playing that ball, but I think he's playing that uh, a version of that ball that works best with this team. So that's I think but I really have too much uh, uh I mean I still got it four one. I mean I go say still I have it four one. Houston did uh give up that game yesterday. Uh OKC played amazing ball. I mean but I don't think there's enough for them to do it again. I think Houston's ready to get the, you know, get it over with so they can they can rest and chill, you know, to get ready for this uh for the Lakers series. So I don't see Houston. I mean, not Houston. I don't see OKC getting another game. Mm, not so, getting another game. Okay. Four. I, I don't see them getting another game. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's gonna stick with the four one. They snuck one in. They they definitely snuck one in. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, Cap, what I'm you got? I'm gonna say this. I had uh, Houston four two, and that's only out of respect for Chris Paul. Uh, I don't think the three-headed monster thing that they have been doing with uh, with SGA and Chris Paul and I forgot who else I keep forgetting uh, who's that part of the three-headed monster but anything I don't think they can do it again uh, as far as getting past this team Houston is clearly right now at this point just ready to get victimized in the second round by LA. Ah, so oh, 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 victimized. Okay. Victimized. Uh, victimized. If you don't believe me, did you guys watch the game at nine o'clock last time? It was a fantastic game played by the Lakers. So we'll get more into that a little later. Let, let, so let's right go ahead and get into that now, Cap. No, no, we, 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 we got what you said. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go ahead and start. You Cap, go ahead and start us off because somebody fine. last week told me that there was the bubble ball yeah. and this is about to go seven game series. But go ahead, Cap. Tell me what's going on with that, that oh, Lakers oh, series. Oh, no. This, oh. One, this one will end probably uh, Wednesday night. I'll say Wednesday night you know, should be over. Uh, Portland had a good run. It was cute. Cinderella thing was really cute, but it's over. It's over. <laughs> it was cute, uh, yes. They're, they're, they're absolutely in trouble. They had no business winning game one, but uh, it's when you well, hold on. This is a family podcast. I'm not going to say what I wanted to say. So I'm going to say... You can say what you want to say. Portland busted their load. They already, they got what they wanted. And that was the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> they got what they wanted. They got that game one victory. Dane, you know, got his adulation for that. But then it, it, it's over with. The, the, the king is back. I saw the king scowl yesterday. It made me, it, it brought me joy seeing the king scowl at the <laughs> Knowing that he knows it's over, it's over, and they're going home Wednesday mm. night, uh, if not Tuesday night, wherever, whatever day, but it's over after five. Uh, I think I, I want to hear Cap, I mean, uh, I want to hear Keys because he said it was going seven. Uh, you know, wait, 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 wait. I, uh, uh, no, 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 I did, I did, I did, I will admit that before you embarrass yourself. 
No, I won't. Uh, no, 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 no. There is no way to. There isn't any way to embarrass yourself with this one because going into the series, it did look like seven. I mean, a lot of I, not just with us. I've seen other. I mean, I've listened to other podcasts where people had that same sentiment. They really believed that it was going seven, six, maybe seven. Um, I think the Dame injury, the Dame injury definitely. Yeah. Played a major I, that's debatable. They were up thirty uh, when he got in. Major point. That is true. No, no, no. That is true. That is very true. They were. And the fact that he was still in at that point was a mate was crazy too. Because me personally, I would have pulled him. There's no way at that point. Regardless of what he may have wanted to do as a coach, I mean, we're not, it don't look like we're going to come back. I'm, I'm going to pull you. I'm going to pull you. You're going to sit. And that injury would have never happened. So I think part of it is on, part of it might be on coaching and part of it is on him. You know, for being, well, a I'm not, I'm not gonna let you do terrorist stocks like that. They no were down to... thirty, but no, no sir. So you telling me, yes, sir. Look, I'm not gonna let you do terrorist stocks like that. They were down thirty, nah. but it was four minutes left no, in sir. the third quarter. That this, it, that's different. This is not the Derrick Rose, Tom Thibodeau when they're up ten and with one minute left in the fourth quarter. That that, that this is not that. <laughs> and if it's four minutes left in the third quarter. You and can you easily run off a 10-12-0 run and have it down to 20 to 18 points going to the fourth quarter. So you, I'm not pulling my guy halfway through the third quarter because we're down 30. No, 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 no. If, it's, if mm-hmm. it's three minutes left in the fourth or if it's seven minutes left in the fourth quarter or 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, I'll give you that. But generally, generally what a coach is going to always think is we're down 30 with four minutes left. Let's get it to 20 to start the fourth. If we get it to 20 to start the fourth, if we can pull off a quick 8-0, 10-0 run and get it down to 10 by the eight-minute mark, then we're going to keep it going. If we can't get it going that quickly, then I'm going to pull you out at the eight to nine-minute mark and we're still down by 20 and then we're just going to let it go. But 30, down 30 with still a whole 17 minutes to play? Nah. I'm not, I'm not going to let you do my guy, Terry Stotts, like that. I'm going to send let me my coaching brethren me, with that. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something. I had this going seven, and I said, "Wow, you hear me? You hear him cap? Both of them going seven. Yeah. Let me talk crazy. Bubble talk. Bubble game. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Bubble guts. That's some bullshit. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. That's bubble guts. That's bullshit. Let's see. Hitting with the one liners, baby. Let me tell you. Pandemic P and Bubble Guts. Go ahead. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'll make sure as Pascal Siakam's name sounds like a luxury watch, that now that this man Lillard has this injury that the Lakers are going to take it. But I only say that because had he not got this, I feel like that may have possibly gone because of the time that was left. But that game being lost turns the table. I don't think he's going to play the same with that injury. So being a realist, I don't see the, the, the Blazers coming back. And I feel like the injury had a lot to do with it. You guys do know Dame had 34 yesterday and shot 5 from 11 from 3 with that Man. injured hand. It, that 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 don't sound like a lot of injury talk to me. If he shot you said how, two, you said how many points did he have? 34. And he shot almost 50% from three. 
But how many points was he getting and how many shots was he taking before the injury? I can tell you the game before that. I can tell you in game one before that, before the injury. He won't doing all that. But he had help with Jokic. That was that was a him and Jokic game. This won't a him and Jokic game. He had Jokic, the, uh, He had the exact same 34 in the game that they won. The exact same 34. Man, look. I mean, the fact that the fact that this is his, hey, this look. Is yeah, let, yeah, let, not yeah, let, let, let's not overplay this injury now. Let, 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 let. I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not. This is excuse my bias. Now we're gonna be real. We, we're not gonna let you play that card. We're not gonna let you pull the injury, the dislocated finger injury card on the off hand. We're not gonna let you pull that one. Look, this is my bias. Fuck both of y'all. <laughs> I, I, if I say it's the finger, damn it, it's the finger. All right. <laughs> I mean, Lakers. Yeah. Look, let 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 me know when it's my turn, so I can give, give you this this Go good ahead. gospel, like my boy Kendrick Perkins always says. You know, Yo, stop. You get this good gospel, like Kendrick Perkins says. Yeah, you ever since the clutch sports you got it But no, in, in, in all seriousness, and again, I did a a, a, a seven minute breakdown on this on my coach. Uh, Coach Rick Crawford beat basketball page. Uh Really, and in all seriousness, <laughs> telling, Shameless explaining work. how LA was going to cover Portland and now and why Portland is shooting forty percent in three games. Because even when the game that they won, they only shot forty percent. It was just that LA was historically bad shooting the ball. And that's the only reason that they won the game. If 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 LA shot anything. Any type of normalcy with their uh, shot making, yeah, it, this would be three zero, and it would be over tomorrow. But with LA, they have three seven footers who are all versatile, athletic, and long. So when you run this pick and roll with um, Dame and Nurkic, if you run it against Brooklyn like they did in, in that last bubble game before the play in. Yeah, you, he can get around Jerry Allen. And even though Jerry Allen's a good athlete, he's not JaVale. He's not as long. He's not as, as rangy or as, as, as athletic. Um, same with Zubak when they played the Clippers. Same with uh, Jonas Valanciunas when they played Memphis. The difference is now, when you play that, you do that pick and roll, the, the Lakers aren't playing a drop coverage with AD. AD can step out and hedge. So you're not going to have that open 35-foot shot like you used to have. The only reason they got that in game one is because AD fell asleep at the end of the game, and then that's when Dane made his two long ones. You see he didn't hit any other long threes like that the entire game. So when L.A. is mm-hmm. focused, that's why, that's why LeBron when and AD said they weren't even upset after game one because they knew it. they just had a mental lapse. And they came up, bang, 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 four threes in the game, and the game was over. They came in, locked in. Game two, did what they were supposed to do. Game three, did what they were supposed to do. When Dane comes up that pick and roll and AD is there, they're basically giving him a highway to the basket and saying, if you want to take the layup, go ahead. But we're going to see if you can finish over a seven-footer who can touch the top of the, of the square on the backboard. And, the, and the, the Portland doesn't have a guy who can finish at an elite level over length. They don't. They don't have an athlete like that. You, you can name me one if you if you can find one, but they don't have the athlete like a Paul George or the athlete like a Donovan Mitchell or a Jason Tatum. One of these guys who can 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 uh, get up and compete at the rim 
to make a shot or at least get AD and JaVale and Dwight in foul trouble. Dame is only 6'1", 6'2". He, he's not finishing consistently over that length. Same with CJ. They prefer to shoot jump shots. At this stage of his career, Melo, Melo prefers to shoot jump shots. So they're, they're a completely jump shot team. So if you sit on all of their moves, but CJ is going to try that punch dribble, he's going to try that scissor step, he's going to try to go in and out, he's going to do all of these to try to get to that elbow or to a 15 to 18 foot range to jump shot. If you sit on every move and just say, no, 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 you go to the rim and we'll play basketball there. They can't do it. Because you can't finish over AD, you can't finish over JaVale, you can't finish over the White, you can't finish over LeBron. If you saw it yesterday, Danny Green had two blocks on one possession because the Lakers were just so active defensively there. And because that shows that the Portland's guards, they're not big guys. Not, they don't have a big backcourt. Like with, with a Paul George or somebody like that who's a six seven, six eight guy. So I saw this coming from the beginning, which is why I said this will be a sweep for the Lakers. I'm off by one game, but hey, I still think this will be over in five. Uh, dislocated finger or not. And um, I think we will see this historic Lakers versus Houston Rockets matchup. Russ hey, and John. James versus Braun and AD. Let's get it. Hey, John. Here you go. All I'll say Here is there's no need to say dislocated finger or not. If it's dislocated now, we'll never know how the game could have went out if it was not. Not just my dislocated finger theory. I'm going to say that I mean, I've, dis- I've dislocated my finger on my offhand. And I mean, the fact that he still dropped 34. Keys. Keys. I mean, yeah, you, it doesn't, you it doesn't factor from the first from the, from the first It doesn't bracket. factor in. As- Don't you do that. We were all here. We were all here. I'm sorry. Okay. I said you dislocated your pick from that first bracket. We was all here. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. No, I still. I never said Portland you, was going to win the you series. Was, you was boosting though. You was, was boosting this bubble talk. You was of boosting course, this bubble talk. Why? Because you're the y'all are the only people that I have ever that I have talked to since this that does not believe in the bubble ball. Everybody else believes in the bubble I'm gonna give a quick soliloquy. I'm gonna try to keep it brief. But this is what I was saying: why the bubble ball was a little fool's gold. The top teams all had multiple losses. Do you think Milwaukee, the Lakers, the Clippers, Houston, all these teams are going to lose three or four games in an eight-game stretch? Meanwhile, Phoenix, uh, Portland, and the Brooklyn Nets are all going to go six and two or better? That just doesn't make any sense. Like, Portland played eight playoff games. This is why they won seven other games. See, they played eight playoff games. They played teams who didn't play their starters, so, and they had played teams who were trying to avoid injury. So, we can't look at those okay, numbers. This, so this is why TJ Warren went from on, 40 points so a game down to 19 points a game. Because uh, yeah, this, yeah, is, this is when real basketball okay. starts. But, but looking at that, let's let's look back at this Mavs and, uh, and Clippers series, right? If this was, if, if this was not... In the bubble, nine times out of ten, everybody would have the Clippers easily winning. Before and at, even now, I know y'all still have the Clippers, but what I'm saying is, 
the bubble changes things because it's that even we're talking about the playoff part of it, not that, not the little play in games and the and the, the let's get let's get back. But into, I, but I don't think the bubble changes you know, how Dallas is playing. I don't I don't think the bubble playoff changes. Time out, time out. Seth, Seth Curry. We're not saying it change. I'm not saying it changes how they're playing, but what I'm telling you is now that home court but, advantage field is but gone. If, this is more to me. This is more. But in, in, in that example, though, keys that it, that gives the more advantage to Dallas because the first two games would have been in Staples Center. So now that means the game three and four would have been in Dallas. So that that so that that could give even more of of an advantage to Dallas. And Dallas still won on a neutral site. So, right. so, so this is my point. And let me, I'm just being real. It's not like the Clippers have a strong, a super strong home court advantage. That's a Lakers town. But Dallas has a really good home court advantage. Which is a fact. So if anything, you're saying if the, the bubble is hurting or it's helping Dallas, I'm saying that the bubble is kind of hurting Dallas. Because Dallas, they don't have their Rockets crowd. Dallas is one of the best home crowds in, in the league. And they don't have that right now, and they're still winning. So I, I, I don't, I don't think you can use that as an example to say that this is why Dallas is playing so out of this world. When actually, that, you can use the argument Dallas would be playing better if they had the home court advantage. I just want to say this: I think the, the bubble is affecting mm. a team probably like Denver. Uh, exactly, I will give you that because there's, like, alti- there's no out, there's no out mile, that, mile that, high that type of situation that, that, that they're normally used to. Uh, Utah has to feel great because their ten black players don't have to be called the N word when they miss a shot. So you know it's, it's awesome. He is on the road wow. tonight. He is on the uh, road. We we got to get to the East Coast, man. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to lend some credit to the bubble, the bubble talk because it, it it's what Key said. It is it really organized street ball. Uh, that AAU feel without a crowd. No distractions, uh, but I think it has something to do with it. It's not madness. everything. It's not the, the, but, the but, main. But this this I'll, will be this will be my one countermint to that is when you say AAU or street ball, there's not strategy in AAU or street ball. This is high stakes basketball. These are guys coaches have million dollar contracts on the line. You talking about Brett Brown losing his job? You think he's treating this like an AAU game? No. I, I, I will I will get to that when we get to that too. But, but 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 this is my point yeah, is that but this is my point that like players and coaches game. they have millions like, and millions of dollars on line. This is high stakes like basketball. So we can't just say, oh, this is a bubble AAU tournament. Because you go to AAU tournaments, you're gonna play 10 games in a day. You can't say this is organized street ball because there's no there's no timeouts for coaching. Sadly. You know what I'm saying? So this this is this is a completely different, unique situation. Do I think it does affect the, the team? Sure, of course. But I also know that humans are just. And at a certain point, talent is going to rise. It's not going to be this, this you know environment what, that's going to completely change the outcome. Because we're all still picking, a lot of the, all of us are still picking the same exact teams that we picked before the bubble to be in the finals, right? So how much is the bubble changing? Except keys. Nobody picked the Brooklyn Nets to get to the finals because of the bubble. Everybody still was picking Milwaukee or Toronto or Miami in the East, and they're picking the Clippers or the Lakers. They started to look better because of the bubble. 
Okay. Oh, Brooklyn did in the playing games, Cap, but they got swept just now. Be clear. So hey. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Again, with the playing games, when no when nothing's on the line. That's oh, can I? They did get swept like Project Trash. I get that. But that's why. I don't. But at the same time, man. The, the first two games, they gave Toronto all that they can handle in the first three quarters. And they I did. That some, that some of that environment came from the bubble. They're just not ready yet. And I, I, hey. I didn't want people. They did. They're but missing their I, I, I give Josh Vaughn credit for that too, also, Cap. You got to remember last year, Brooklyn uh, competed very, very tough last year as well. And the only difference is they only, they had uh, Spencer Dinwich. Um, as well, so that's what the only difference. But Brooklyn is a yeah. team that's going to compete anyway, I, so that's why I'm like, I don't throw it as the bubble, hey, I just think that's just them playing hard because I would think Brooklyn, Brooklyn, if they at least had Kyrie, not KD, but if they at least had Kyrie, yeah, they would have lost different teams. Hold up, hold up, they would have lost four. That's five, Cap. That's five. <laughs> I've been trying to answer that for 20 five. minutes. And I have not been able to get into conversation. I just want to say one thing. He's what the fuck happened? <laughs> Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this shit. Because you said you didn't believe in Miami last week. I remember. I just go fix. Let's go to that series. We got to go to the East Coast. We're done with the West Coast. So let, let's go ahead and, and go to this, this, uh, this, 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 this. Are we going to go ahead and go well, to the No, 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 Keys. You, 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 go. You're going to have to respond to your picks <laughs> because you were very high on these Indiana Pacers. You and were. This, and this bubble talk again. I, I was. I, I was. And I don't This will be you and Josh's segment. I'm gonna let y'all go. I, <laughs> hold on. I will take the L. I will take the L because I na- I did believe Whoa. that they matched up very well. I will say Miami's players like um Duncan Robinson. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, Duncan Robinson stepped up big time. Tyler Hero has stepped up. Jimmy mm. Butler is playing lights out. Now, I will say for this series, Miami is definitely playing, you know, a lot better than I gave them credit to play. I can, you know, I can mm. get my L's on that one. I, I find uh, it. Now, 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 next round, they, they play the Celtics, and it's not. So no, they, they got, uh, they got Milwaukee. 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 Yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. You saw, you saw. We're, we're, we're not going to, we're, we're not going to stay too much on the Milwaukee Orlando, oh. so we're just going to kind of assume. Milwaukee has it. Does, does, does anybody disagree yeah, with that? Yeah. Just, just let me know. Is anybody? Do yeah. we need to? Re- do we need to visit nah, the Milwaukee? No, it should have been. It should have been three zero. Okay. That's how. That's how much I'm disappointed. But that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, but we, but we yeah. don't need to visit that because we're yeah. not going to visit this Toronto Brooklyn series. Either. And he's nah. really on talking about two series. So, and and one of them is just extreme disappointment. Now so, I will say. So we'll go ahead. <laughs> I will. I I do agree that I think Miami can. Miami is the type of team that can take they, they the Milwaukee out. Giannis disappears too much for me. He disappears a little too much. For who me disappears in games sometimes? Giannis. Giannis. Who disappears? He has. You said Giannis disappears. Yeah. I mean, no, well, I ain't gonna say he disappears, but I will more or less. It's Giannis, and then it's like Giannis. Okay, we, we, we got to start like calling him Giannis. On that team we got to 
Giannis, Giannis. Look, the nigga name. Look, I right, he's he an American now. We call him Giannis. That's right. what. We're oh. <laughs> yeah, we, we got we got to start calling him Giannis now. You you went crazy with the Giannis last week. I tried to let you slide. But I, I gotta respect my man who's about to be a two time MVP. He's about to be a two time MVP. We gotta get this man some respect. This Giannis onto Takupo. They already they already call him Takupo on TV. It's embarrassing. You call him Giannis. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm gonna be real. I so, can't say his last. I don't name. blame you on the last one, but you gotta get Giannis now. We can't call him Giannis yeah, for two I hours. I don't even cry <laughs> with the last name. But I will. Like looking at that team from top to bottom, and then looking at Miami, I think Miami is a matches up better against them, um, defensively and offensively. So that's definitely going to be an interesting series. Can't really say how. I, I, I don't so know, let, so like let, let's let's just make sure we're on the same page. So Keys, you've completely turned around. You don't give Indiana any more shot. The, the series is over. Okay. Nah, I don't. Yeah. Okay. So, so, hold on. So, 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 Keith, hold on. So, Keith, you're saying it's a sweep? Did somebody... I, I, huh. I thought I heard yes. somebody last week say that the Miami yeah. Heat would sweep the Indiana Pitts. I don't know who said that. Hey, man. Go ahead, Josh. Let me tell you who told you that, man. man. It was your boy, Pisco Bismo. <laughs> okay. okay, let me tell you something, man. Heartburn, upset stomach, nausea, and diarrhea. They shitted on the patients. I, I was over here being real patient and being real quiet last week because, you know, things hadn't started yet. But who are y'all to think that? Y'all call him what? TJ who? Stop. TJ Jordan. Stop. I ain't calling him TJ that shit. He was calling him TJ Jordan. Stop it. TJ Jordan. Stop it. Stop it. Boy, getting buckets. TJ Jordan. That boy will get buckets. My man, High C Warren is not about to make it work, man. He does not have to do Like I told y'all, he was not about to do nothing when Jimmy Butler stepped up. He was not about to do anything between all the players that we have and his name was Duncan Robinson. You can call him, you know, we coming up big, but when it comes to Milwaukee, I think it's going to be a lot of the same thing. Um, well, look, let, let's let, let's save let's save the second round predictions. Let, let, let's not go deep into those yet. We got we got time for those, and we still got one more game for Indiana. And I, I'm gonna follow up with you there, Josh, because yeah, for a second, it did sound like you were getting abducted by aliens. So I don't, I don't know what was going on. Um, I don't know what you sound, brother, but we tried to get you right. But I know what you were saying, and I got your back because I also said that the Miami Heat were going to sweep the Indiana Pacers because, again, of the overstating of the bubble ball and how this was this even playing field, I was trying to say. T.J. Warren is a natural scorer. People don't people don't know, but T.J. Warren led the nation in college in scoring. So he's a natural scorer. If you just let you, let them play basketball with no strategy, you're just playing up and down. He's gonna give you thirty or forty, easy. If you see him in the summer, you see him in some league, he's gonna score the most points almost every time. The most. But you put but you put them out there in a structured environment where you're gonna have structured defenses to take him out. Especially when you don't have Victor Oladipo, not even on his C game yet. 
it was no way that Indiana had a shot unless Malcolm Brogdon went just completely nuts, which I, even him, even him playing well is just not enough. Um, you like wow. I said, Victor Oladipo, he's trying to get a, a brand new contract as well, which is another reason why I didn't think he would even play as much because you don't want the last memory of you before you go ask a team for more money to be you playing bad. So I don't, I didn't even expect him to even really play as hard. I wouldn't be really surprised if he found a way not to play game four, to be honest with you. Not, not judging his competitive uh, nature at all. I think he's got the heart of a competitor. That's why I think, believe he's the second best shooting guard when healthy in the league, only behind James Harden. But he's just not right yet. And for negotiation purposes, it's not in his best interest to go out there and be seen as half of himself when you're about to ask a team to give you another 80 to $100 million. So I just knew that that's in the back of his mind. TJ Warren is going to be facing double teams and trap that he hasn't seen since college because you didn't see that in Phoenix at all and you didn't see it in Indiana at all because you were the third or fourth option. Because you got to remember, in the regular season, Sabonis is number one option. Then it's Oladipo. Then you got Miles Turner with the pick and roll, and then you got Malcolm Brogdon, and TJ Warren was kind of your late second, uh, late in the shot clock guy or your isolation guy when you had a stagnant, a stagnant series going on. But he, so he wasn't even a, a, a main, uh, he wasn't even the main recipient of the, of the shots during the regular season. But now without Oladipo, without Sabonis, and Malcolm Brogdon, remember, was late coming to the bubble because of because uh, of COVID. He got time to get all the shots he wanted. So he averaged 40 points. And I knew people would take that and run with it and think that was going to continue. I just didn't see it happening. And you see what he's averaging now. And I believe Miami will go on to the next round and play Milwaukee. However, I'm going to hold my pick for that. I, I think Miami has a shot. But I think you guys are being a little down on Milwaukee. But we will talk about that at a later date. All I'm going to say is this. Y'all talk about home court advantage. These niggas three hours from home. <laughs> All right, Cap. I, mean, I know. I know you wanted to get to it, man. But go, ahead, I, tell, I wanna, go ahead, and tell I, us about Philly. We ain't got to talk about it. Before I get into that, I was gonna say that I also uh, had Miami uh, clean sweeping the Indiana Pacers. Oh, okay, okay. Clean, clean, my, my clean, Cap, I forgot about that. Clean, okay. clean sweeping them. Uh, Indiana. It was cute again, the TJ Warren shit, all that other book. Man, I'm not gonna give y'all X's and O's. I'm gonna give y'all that real talk, that eye test. It was cute, <laughs> but it's helpful with. Uh, Miami, uh, they got, you know, great value, Steve Novak and Duncan Robinson. I think, you know. Great you know, value, Steve he Novak. Did. He, you know, Steve shooting Novak. the lights out of the gym. Did y'all know he just scored his first two point basket in two weeks? So, I mean, you say he's worse than Steve Novak? <laughs> I would just say he's a great value, Steve. He's worse than Steve Novak? We're not going to speak ill of the legend of Steve Novak. Like oh. <laughs> On this podcast, we won't do it. I'm not going to do it. Nick Legend. Once in Nick, always in Nick. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and, and I think Jimmy just got that team in the right direction. And also... I, I, that's why I think that, that dog mentality, they don't have it. I remember you uh, also were saying something in regards to, oh, he didn't want no smoke in that first game. For real, he didn't want to play. And it looked as such in the past three games. So, overall, I, I, I knew Miami was going to come in with a sweep. I knew that 
the dog of Jimmy Butler was not going to allow any any half stepping at this point. <clears> ain't no half step. And they are getting ready for a date <laughs> with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. I'm just going to with the two time MVP. Two time. He got to win the second one. So he, he's not going to win the second one. No, that's He's, that's that's LeBron James' trophy, and I won't. Wow. Okay. And you know I'm a you know I'm a I'm a LeBron bias, but even I don't hey, think LeBron has a chance to get that, that MVP over Giannis. Is going to Inglewood, California. Wow. And where it be going. Wow. The the that wow. Boston series. Yeah. Uh, Capital stuff in ballot in box. I hey, I might have to, but I will tell you this: I had <laughs> I had Boston in five. The second that I heard the news about Ben Simmons, this was over before it started. And a good man is going to be fired tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. yeah. A good man is going to be fired. He, he, he definitely not work. He's definitely going to be fired. Let, let me ask you this question, Cap. Do they do they keep Embiid and Simmons together? Or do you try Absolutely to trade not. one of them? Absolutely not. Uh, you have to move one or the other. Uh, you can get Who do you move? Value. Simmons. Uh, no, well... It's hard to not build around somebody with the talent of Joel Embiid until you can't teach hype. So you can go ahead and get somebody else to do... They miss the same amount of games for real, so it's not like you're getting... Uh, you won't go wrong either way, but I think you can build a roster around Joel Embiid being your centerpiece more so than you can with Ben Simmons. So uh, you're trading Ben? Yeah, send Ben Simmons to You, you, and he just might because you know Pat Riley's the godfather, and he's a pimp, and he'll get whatever he wants. Uh, <laughs> he's a pimp. <laughs> Pat Riley. Now, Pat Riley has pulled off some deals in his day. And, and Mr. Riley, and if you're I, listening to this podcast, I don't second any of those thoughts. I would love to be <laughs> in that organization, there, sir. Hey, I'll say that. I'll say that. that uh, you really just got to go to a team that needs a point guard. So I would say somewhere, maybe uh, Dallas, somewhere like that for Ben Simmons. Uh, just you'll get a lot of value for Ben Simmons. So it's not like Philly is going to get fleeced in any way. But if you're going to move somebody, it will be Ben Simmons. However, if I was Joel Embiid after these last four games, I'm going to punch Elton Brand in the face because I think wow, absolutely over with this That's team a big that man. constructed. Wow. The team that you constructed is not was not built to get anywhere. Uh, as far as you, you basically built the team around Ben Simmons and Embiid playing together, being together, but you had no exit or action plan afterwards for what would happen if I don't have one or the other. And that's what happened here. These games showed you that Tobias Harris isn't it. Al Hortford stole money from this organization. And they thought it was okay. But did did he though? He stole. He stole money. Listen, did he though? You are you are a student of the game. I'm not gonna let you say otherwise. He stole money. What, what, tell, tell me. <laughs> tell, tell me. What, what was your expectation for Al Horford when the season started? Well, I'm an Al Horford hater, so I'm not going to not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting that sense of that. I was, I was getting a sense of that there. And not to say, no, I just think, I just think he just he, he hasn't used the most uh, much of his talent, and he had a, a you know fluke time in Atlanta for the most part. But I think I'm not calling myself a hater. I just don't think that he was worth the money that he got, and that's just my opinion. On that. And I okay. think that's 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 where it is. And I, I mean, and, 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 shout and out to his agent, man. Hey, oh. 
I, I need uh, him or her, whoever is on the staff, to go in and, and cook me because I, I just don't think that he he fit that team. And huh. if, if Embiid is is uh, as tough as they say he is, he can punch Elton Brand in the face tomorrow. And that's just so. <laughs> let me let me jump in real quick. Another one. Um, I do agree with everything you're saying, Cap. I do. The only thing is, I think I think they are gonna give it one more year. Oh, I think I think new coach. They're gonna give it one more year to see if it's the coaching or if it's them. Um, but I do I do agree with you at that point after next year. I think it is which one do you move? Is it do you keep the it's that and remember I told you guys before I used the Shaq and Kobe, you know, uh metaphor in a sense of do you move the big man or do you you know move the the guard? And it's it's a hard decision because So who do you move? It, that's why I said it's a hard decision. I'm talking about who would you personally but, move? But you, you, you also, who would you personally move? I probably, honestly, I'm, I, I would move Simmons. I would, if I'm going to move one of them, it's going to be Simmons. I'm no. not, and I'll never but, say the Peters made a bad decision with keeping Kobe and, you know, letting uh, Shaq walk because, I mean, we still won two more chances. We showed that you can build around the guard. But, but here's the thing that also as well, two teams moved off from Shaq. Orlando yep. and L.A. And only yep. one got better. And so True. True. that's one thing you want to go ahead and think about here. Orlando had to suffer the toil so much for, for so long. Years. Until they Dwight went, got there. Years. They went with no, don't, don't you ever disrespect my boy T-Mac like that. Talking about they had to wait till Dwight. We're not going to skip over the T-Mac years uh, in Orlando, Keith. So I'm going I'm to I'm ask you. Leading scorer in times, the league on, two on, years, on, twice. How many Tracy, times? T Mac McGrady. Dwight, Dwight got them to the finals. Right. How many times did T Mac get them to the finals? No, nah, T Mac got them to. T Mac did not get that. He got he them to Mother's Day. T Mac did not get them. Able to get them to Mother's Day. He did not get them out of the first round. But that's Tracy why McGrady. I said. But that's why I said nothing until Dwight because at least with at least during that Dwight. But well, no, but 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 but. Where I, got to to where, where I got to stop you. Whether at. they lost or not, they made listen, it to the finals. Listen, this is where and we're going to stop And I'm a T-Mac fan. I love We T-Mac. are not going to do the T-Mac disrespect. I love and we and, and we are not T-Mac, going to act listening, like. I love you, my brother. And we are not going to act like Grant Hill wasn't a part of that package. And that Grant Hill actually played, especially played like the Grant Hill from Detroit, they would have been in the finals because they would have been what better a- than those. Could've, Better than those those could've. Indiana teams. Oh, so now we don't want to cut shit for injuries. Well, not really. Right. I'm I just. Don't, I don't. I mean, okay. we're we're talking okay. factuals though. Team. We're talking was ready to beat anybody else in the East. You that, said what those team? teams? That, those teams that that Magic team that uh, Grant Hill and McGrady were on together were not going to compete with the Pacers or the Pistons or any of those. Not teams. at that time. You know, not they they, they were kidding yourself. Mind you, the Pistons weren't good until 2004, 2003. Excuse me. They they came there in two thousand, so that's when the the Indiana Pacers with Jalen Rose, Reggie, and an old and uh, Rich Smith. The Nets. That that's when those guys, oh the Nets with Jason Kidd and nope. Richard Jefferson Kenyon and Kenyon Martin, Tracy oh. McGrady. Hey, I need a job coming up, so I'm going to be quiet. I need a job coming up, so I'm going to be quiet. I need a job coming up, so I'm going to be quiet.
I need a job, so I'm gonna be quiet. Don't do that. I'm not gonna do it. I need a job. I'm gonna be quiet. Thank, thank you, Cap. Say it again. What did he say? Two-time Houston Conference champion. That what he said. I mean, you can't. The Nets, you can't do that, brother. You can't. That Nets. Okay. Okay. You're you're still going off of the woulda coulda if 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 Grant Hill was healthy, if T Mac was healthy. Okay. They weren't. Okay. So realistically. I okay. mean, they weren't. Orlando wasn't anything until Dwight got there. They got to oh. the Eastern. They got to the the NBA Finals with Dwight. Win or lose, they got there. Nobody okay. else got them there before that until they except for Shaq and them. So, okay. I mean, it, it's proven. Like you have said, I understand. That's why I say with Philly, I would leave. I would keep Embiid, trusting the process and. Josh, who you keeping? I'm gonna get my pick, which is way less controversial than that shit y'all just did. That was crazy. So look, <laughs> <laughs> T Mac and Grant Hill ain't going. Okay, uh, uh, <laughs> hey, yo, T Mac and Grant Hill. Who's black <laughs> falling asleep with box braids behind Peyton Manning on the virtual on the virtual crowd? You can just see his lips. He's snoring. Look at him. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, my my pick, I would I would I would trade Ben Simmons for the reason that you got Josh Richardson there. You can easily build a good team around him with keeping him be get some great value for Ben Simmons and bring in some more role players that can actually be more competitive and actually uh, have the potential to bring leadership there, which is what I said was missing from day one since AI left. Um, that being the case. Uh, if they do keep Embiid, that doesn't mean that it's going to be all peaches and herbs. I think that Embiid has to produce. Um, and I'm not to say that he hasn't shown a level of improvement, but it's not enough. Uh, he, he has to show more if they get rid of Ben Simmons, because getting rid of Ben Simmons means that he is their leader now. So somebody else comes in and takes that mantle from him, which I'm sure he'll be happy to give up. Uh the downside to this is that I don't believe Embiid wants to be in Philly anymore. Um, and I say that because I feel like he sees his value can be utilized elsewhere. What what Philly needs out of him isn't what he wants to give to Philly. And what he wants to give to the game, he can go elsewhere and it'll be accepted because the holes that Philly has, other teams don't. So it's a double-edged sword of who you get rid of because you get rid of the guy that probably wants to be in Philly, but you keep the guy you have to build around who would rather be somewhere else. Mm. Okay. I do have a I do have a question for you guys though. How do you guys feel about the Al Horford experiment so far? And I call it an experiment because Al Horford has been has disappeared. Uh Cap, you still with us? Then Cap Man took a bathroom break. But it's all right. I'll go ahead and answer that. Uh, but first, I'm going to answer the question of who would I keep. I would keep Ben Simmons, actually. Um, I would trade uh, Joel Embiid. And I would possibly look to trade him to um, the Miami Heat, who we've been talking about. Um, I would actually look to trade him to the Miami Heat. Um, because I believe Pat Riley and Eric Spoelstra feel confident enough that if they get Embiid down there, he would never be out of shape again. He would never have these lapses in, in judgment and in focus. And he would be the best version of himself in their system. And I actually agree with that as well, if they get him down there. Likewise. But also, I think, 
I think Miami will be a good trade partner because Philly could trade him be for Kelly Olin. something out there. Tyler Hero, because you got to get a young guy. You know, I'm not going to trade him for a bunch of old guys. Kelly, not that Kelly's old, but Kelly's been lead for a while. So, I, but I would do Tyler Hero, Kelly Olenek, Derrick Jones, and a first round pick. I would do Derrick Jones. I would not do Tyler Hero. I would yeah, do. They, they, Philly wouldn't even entertain it if you don't give him at least. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler Hero, Hero or, would have to be. Or Kendrick pack. Nunn. One or the other. I'll give yeah, him none. Either, either I'll one. Give none. one I'll, give a, but I'll, I'll give him none. But, but if but you, Josh, yeah, but are if you gonna give me from the Miami fan, or yeah, see, he, are, you, he, are you exactly, Keys? He's talking from the Miami fan part. Yeah, and I'm Philly. I'm gonna say I'll take Kendrick Nunn, but you but gotta throw. I would in. want Hero before none. Yeah, I want Hero before none. Look, I know I would, you do, but I feel like none. I feel like. Top, not just as a Philly, not not Philly, not just I think football, not just a Miami fan, but I think that Tyler Hero is who they're going to try to build around. In addition to Bam Jimmy Butler, I think he's critical. I think he's critical. I think so. I mean, you could do that, but I'm saying Philly would want more still, though. They would want none. Derrick Jones, and then probably I'll give him a pick. Uh, you said who? I'll give him a pick for it. No, oh, they're they gonna want a pick too. If they're giving you MB, who's an all NBA, hello, player, you know what? Matter of fact, the I'll best center league, you are we'll gonna do. give up some stuff. I'll tell you what we'll like, do. I'll you tell you what I'll give you. I'll give you Kendrick Nunn. I'll give you a pick. You keep I'll give you Derek. I'll give you Derek Jones, and then I'll give you Lennon. But do you keep Bam? That's the yeah, yeah. Yes, you keep Bam. I'll give you Leonard. You heard who I said I'll give up. Leonard, none. I don't think, they, I don't think they would take that. Um, you, 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 yeah, I, I don't honestly, think they would take that. See, look, look, look. My thing is this. Y'all said y'all wouldn't take it, but y'all forget. Y'all forget. This is Pat. This is Pat Riley we're talking about. He right, could. Look, I, I, I think Bam would have to be included in that. No, nah, Bam's not going anywhere. Bam, we're not even. We're not even. Let's leave. Bam, Bam's not going anywhere. But I'm just saying, Miami, Miami has the assets. To make a deal work, and I think it would be a win-win for both. Oh of them. yeah, that's why I said oh, yeah. I would trade Embiid, keep Simmons because you still got Al Horford as your big, who really played out of position this year. To go to your other question of how the experiment went, well, which is Al Horford has never played with another guy who's bigger than him. When he Here's played in Atlanta, he played with Josh Smith, who's smaller than him, and he played at the five. Here's so he's never five. played with a guy bigger than him. So now you can go back to him at the five with Tyler Hero. Uh, as your point guard, let Ben be your point forward at the four, and you still got Tobias at the three and Josh Richardson at the two. I'm gonna show you. And y'all. you still got a deep team there. I think that would be a win-win for everybody. And then Miami can look at it as I got Embiid, I got Bam, I got Iguodala or Jake Crowder, I got Jimmy, and I got Gordon Rogers, and I still got Duncan Robinson and 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 none and all these other guys on the bench. So I'm gonna give y'all a win-win a, for both. I'm gonna give y'all a total shot in the dark. I'm not saying it'll happen. It's a it's, it's a really a, a scenario that could go down. So while y'all are looking at the East, and I even heard uh, y'all was saying Ben Simmons going to Dallas. If they move Embiid, there's a Warriors team out here with a number two pick. There's a there's a center from, from Kentucky that possibly could be the number two pick that you could put that's a little more he because he's smaller he's a little more athletic than Embiid I could see there you know 
there could be something there. I mean, you know, that's why I say it's a shot in the dark, but you got a Golden State team that is listening to offers. You got an Embiid that you put a, a, a solidified big man with that shooting, with that team, you put him next to Draymond. That, hey, I mean, it, it, so you it, like it, Embiid and Golden State? I mean... It could happen. I mean, that number two I mean, pick is, is, is a sexy pick this year. There, there is a lot of talent that you could get from that. But that James, but James Wiseman is a big man that a lot of teams are looking at. I think Golden State. I think Golden State would rather keep. And I do too. I, and that's why I say it is a yeah. shot in the dark. I and B, and B doesn't get Wiseman and keep. And B, and B to me just not gonna run up the court enough to keep up with with uh Steph and Clay and I think that's gonna slow their whole pace down. I don't, right. I don't think that would be a good fit for them. That's, that's a fan that's 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 team with a slow moving five. And that's why <laughs> it is a it is a shot in the dark, but it's not a bad shot in the dark. You better off sending them be the to San Antonio than the I was just gonna say one. I was just gonna say that because you know Lamarcus on his way out. I was just gonna say say that to yeah, you can get Lamarcus on his way out, but you can get some young guys too. You got uh, you got Walker, you got Lonnie Walker there, you got Kelda Johnson from VA, you got him there, you got Derek White or uh, uh, Dejounte Murray. So even the Spurs got some picks, and I think Pop would love to have Embiid in there under Tim Duncan's tutelage because Tim Duncan is the assistant coach there. So. Oh, he is. Um, that that wouldn't be a bad pick, but that's that, but that's why I said I would trade MB because I just feel like you would get a return and you still got enough pieces there already fit for Simmons um, in that regard. But real quick before we go, does anybody want to speak on Boston since we made this whole segment about the Seventy Sixers and what they didn't do and what they could do? Does anybody want to say what Boston did well or what you expect from Boston going into the Man, next Boston, round? Man, Boston, they, I'm going to this. this is my last piece. Boston's balling out. They're going to continue to do what they got to do. When they go to see Toronto, I think it's going to be an interesting uh, game. I think this is the matchup that everybody wants to see Toronto play. Um, yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. I think if they can make it past Boston, then people are going to start talking about, you know, two-time championship talk. But if they don't get past Boston, it's going to be interesting. And I, didn't I, think Bo- I, I personally think Boston can definitely take them out. I'm on record as saying that. I mean, Toronto's good. They have that cha- Of course, they have the championship bravado going into the playoffs and throughout it. But the Celtics... Are playing amazing ball right now. Um, mm. Well, Kyle Lowry just twisted his ankle too, so he he uh, didn't he yeah, didn't, I, I didn't know that. he didn't finish the game yet. He didn't look good going off the floor. So who knows how that? I mean, Jalen. I mean, Kimba out. is, and let's be real. I think we all can agree, Kimba is a damn killer. Kimba's I mean, been balling. He Jalen Brown has been balling. Jason Kimba Taylor's just happy to be in the balling. playoffs. Huh? That's true. Kimber just happy to be in the playoffs, dog. All the that's time true. in Washington, and he ain't never making. He happy those, to be here, dog. I'm in the. You, so you think it's just he's just happy to be here, and that's it? Well, I mean, no, they, they, they I made, they made the playoffs a couple times in Charlotte, but you know they just weren't good. But yeah, yeah. He, he actually has a legitimate chance to get to the finals. I, I, I see. He, I think Josh is saying he's just trying to make. The, He's making the most out of the opportunity to exactly. legitimately exactly. be on the big stage. Because even when he was in Charlotte, the only time they put him on TV is when they played the Heat. And then uh-huh. the Heat swept him when, when LeBron was looking at Jordan exactly. Duncan. But so, I say, yeah. the other time he was in the playoffs, it was Brooklyn versus Toronto. 
Let's <laughs> keep it real. But no, I, I do agree. I think I, I think the Celtics have a great chance to take Toronto out. Like you said, if Toronto can get past this this really really good, uh, so and it hurts me to say this as a Laker fan, this really really good Celtics team. Um, I think Toronto definitely they good though. Yeah, you have to talk talk about them being in the, uh, you know, back in the championship picture this year. Because I mean, the Celtics aren't going to be a, a easy walk through team. They're not going to be a four nah. zero sweet type of team. Not at all. Not I, at I'll all. put it this way: I'm excited to do this preview for the second round once all this wrap up. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. the East the East second round is going to be very interesting. Lot, I think Boston. The West, biggest thing I mean, is the West be, second round is going to look good too, though. I can say that the second round on both sides. Um, I, I'm I'm really interested to see. I don't know. I mean, I, the, I, East, the East has more anticipation. Yeah, exactly. I'm with Josh on that one because the only thing I would say with that keys is if the Clippers still find a way to get out and get past Dallas, I feel like they're gonna smack whoever they face, whether it's Utah or Denver. I feel like they're gonna be woke up and they, they're gonna that, be they're gonna be fully ready and they're not gonna they're not gonna be ready for no upsets again. I think they're oh, gonna yeah. fully smack whoever they get in the second but round. If the Mavericks are to beat them, then it's the a whole matchup, different story. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say the story. matchup with you know the Mavs, Utah, or Mavs, Denver is gonna. But look it's good. a big if if they beat the Clippers. Yeah, it's of only course. two. I mean, yeah. So it's a big if they gotta they gotta win Game Five if they win the series. It's a must win to win this next game. So poor Zingas, you better ice that knee up, baby, and then be ready. Uh, <laughs> be ready for Tuesday. <laughs> All right, well, look, man, another great job by the fellas. What a set of special shout out. Thank you to everybody. Cap, Profit, Keys. This is your boy, Jay Crawford, man. Excuse my bias. NBA playoffs, recap, preview, all of that. So, once again, this is your boy, Jay Crawford. Excuse my bias podcast. The one and only bias podcast show, but not the one and only because we all got biases, just different biases. Until next time. Hopefully that's next week. <laughs> Don't hold us to it. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>